Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. All righty. Welcome back in to the Fitness Fanatics. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all those platforms, mm-hmm. you can see on screen we're joined by Chip and his wife, Glenn and Townsend. How are you guys? Awesome. Fantastic. How are you guys today? Okay, good, good. We I, I asked that so we could get a sound check. So. Yeah, basically that was <laughs> a sound check. But we're good. Did um, I don't know if you were listening to our first segment. Were you, were you listening to the first segment at all? I'm so sorry. We missed the first piece. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. If you could see, I brought this in. This oh. is, you're right. I know that is. Right. So this, I was sharing this story right at the beginning. I'll share it real quick while I have you on in case somebody missed the first first segment. So now you don't know this, Chip, but when, when we were writing down stuff on the board, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. We have a board. We're writing Did this stuff down. Did you not even put it together at that point? Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I'm right. I have a board. I'm going to bring this home with me. I have this stuff wrote down. I'm taking notes on a, on a board, which right. <laughs> so then when then when we, we all stood up and you were – having wanting people to break boards i was like certainly i don't have to do this like we're not all going to be doing this because i was a little scared i'm like there's no way i could do this and then it was funny because i sat at the wrong table on day one i was supposed to be at like table two which was right up front but i sat at table 10 which is kind of in the middle so I got a little bit more relaxed as people were coming up there and breaking the boards, you know? And then I thought, and I'm sure other people thought, Oh, those are just, they're just made to be like, you just touch them with your finger and they'll break. So I'm like, I got this. You were holding the board. I know. You, how did you knew it was a real board? Uh, yeah, but I'm getting new pieces of information well, that I've well, never had. No, no, no. So I heard this story. So then, then there were people that did not break the board. And I was like, uh, okay. So apparently now I have to try to do this <laughs> and I was nervous the whole time, you know, and then when I get up front and Lance Farrell's holding the board, that makes it the nerves even raise even more, but I did it. I broke the board and it was very empowering. So at, at that night I was thinking, you know, this would be great to have chip come on our show and mm-hmm. kind of share with our listeners and, and our Ferrell's members and, and hopefully the other Ferrell's owners will share this podcast with all of their members and stuff like that. So they can hear the same awesome message that we all got to hear at the extravaganza. So before we get going, Chip, I'm just going to a quick introduction for our listeners that don't know who you are. So I'm just going to read a little bit here and then we'll get going. So uh, Chip is a certified John Maxwell speaker and teacher He is a highly sought after public speaker who motivates all ages. Chips devotes hours to community service and has been requested to speak about leadership and team building for success at local businesses and organizations such as Farrell's Extreme Body Shaving. (laughs) Uh, To say he is an accomplished martial artist is an understatement. He holds 14 International Sport Karate Association world titles in breaking plus seven ISKA world records. He performs stunts that martial artists with two eyes struggle with or cannot fathom, like me breaking one board. (laughs) He has been featured on ESPN, the Discovery Channel, and NBC's America's Got Talent. Chip is also a multi-time Hall of Fame inductee for martial arts. 
it is these successes that have become a powerful platform for impacting others. So welcome to the Fitness Fanatics. We are in yes. Lincoln, Nebraska, and you guys are in Texas, correct? We are in Abilene, Texas, kind of <clears throat> central Texas in hello, Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, hello. do you have family in Omaha? I do. I do. I have a nephew that's up there. Uh, my nephew, my sister, the long and short of it is my nephew kind of half grew up with me as a, as a kid in the summertime was training martial arts at my martial arts school here in Texas and uh, uh, ended up uh, working for the railroad for several years and got moved to headquarters okay. for Union Pacific up in Omaha okay. and then decided he didn't love his life that much and uh, has a beautiful wife and, and two boys have been married for many, many years and decided to uh, go to law school. And so he started going, he quit his job, went to law school. Now he's an attorney there in Omaha. Okay. I, I remember at the, when we at the extravaganza, you're like, well, I'm going to be in Omaha, but we'd already had somebody scheduled for that Sunday for our guests. So I appreciate you two taking time out of your busy Sunday morning um, to be with us. Chip, give us a little bit about your background growing up. I mean, most people just don't decide, Hey, I'm going to break uh, cement bricks and blocks and baseball bats and, you know, so kind of give us a little background and how this whole thing got started with you. Very cool. So uh, first, what I want to do is introduce my brains. This is my beautiful wife, Glen Ann, of just over uh, 30 years. And so uh, he, she's a huge part of why I got started. That's why I asked her to be in here with me today. Uh, when I was 13, I started martial arts. I started uh, traditional Taekwondo. The reason was, is when I was three or part of the reason when I was three years old, I lost an eye. So I have a prosthetic eye. So you're going to see me if I have to look at my other screen, put on my glasses to see my other screen. But uh, yeah, old man problems these days. So, uh, so I have a prosthetic eye, uh, freak accident, riding in a truck with my dad, a welding rod falls through a, the hole in the floor of the truck. It doesn't go all the way out, bounces back, hits me in the eye. So that impacted kind of the direction of life. I think, you know, I, in my mind, it's God kind of opening and closing doors, maybe, uh, you know, some, some open, some closed at that point. So at going through school in elementary and junior high, my eye would fall out at different times and it looked funny compared to my other eye. It doesn't move as well. So sometimes people think I have a lazy eye. There are all these things, but when you're in elementary and especially junior high kid in those, like those really malleable years of your life, when you're being molded, you're getting hammered all the time. Right. And so, uh, one day I'm in a health check line, you know, they're doing the lice check and the scoliosis check and we're all in this long line and and the kid behind me is the kid that's failed a couple of years of school kind of the he's the killer athlete of our age group because he's like a year or two older than all of us and and I, I'm like man I don't want to make eye contact with him and uh and I eventually do and he said you know Townsend I'm gonna knock your other eye out and I thought I don't know what I would do man I was you know I, I was a little bit scared because this guy's a bull right and I'm like uh okay so I break eye contact and stay focused on the front to get through the line. And uh, it was about, it was, it was that time frame that, you know, we, we happened to drive by the martial arts school here in Abilene that we own now. And uh, as we were going by, it was like the first day of a summer, I was 13 years old. And usually I was off working with my dad because I've worked for my dad since I was like four, whole different story. And, and I said, mom, I kind of want to do that stuff. And she turns around and pulls in and signs me up. And we live like 25 miles out of town. So my mom was super dedicated that summer. And I skipped a lot of work with my dad that summer. And she brought me every day, five days a week, like 25 miles in and out to come and train. And that's where I got started in martial arts. So Awesome. Awesome. So 
what kind of led into some of this crazy stuff that you've done on ESPN yeah. and AGT and, and, and was that your brainchild or was that your wife's? So it was sort of an accident. One day I was at home cleaning, had the TV on and it was on ESPN and this competition comes on and people are breaking things. And I'm like, this is a competition. They actually, have, and I'm watching it and I called Chip and I was like, oh my gosh, there's this thing on ESPN. If they're breaking bricks, they're breaking boards, wait, wait. you would kill it. This, oh, this hold is on. awesome. Hold on. She says there's breaking on TV. And my first thought, this is a true story. I said, honey, I don't dance. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought it, you're also showing our age because they probably don't even know what that yes, means. Yes, we I'm do. We know. <laughs> I'm showing her age, not mine. But go ahead, you can finish your story. Yeah, and so I just called him and I was like, hey, you would be really, you would do great at this because, you know, we've done, we've done breaking in our curriculum from day one. I mean, literally your first belt test is a white belt. You break a board. So it wasn't something that was outside of the norm. And so we tracked down, this is, I don't even know how we tracked them down because this was several, you know, this was pre-internet. Yeah. yeah it, there was internet, but it was not like it is now. <laughs> I don't know how we found them, but we did. And they said, send a video. So we literally sent a splice together VHS. That's those things wow. that you don't even have. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody have a VHS anymore? But no. anyway, we sent a VHS to them. And overnight at it, because we were super excited, and the next day, we get a call, hey, we want you. That was awesome. And so then we're like, okay, now what? <laughs> we got in. What do we do next? Hey, man, you, you guys have heard, you know, people get paralysis by analysis because they aim, they aim, they aim, and they never fire, right? I mean, I know that's the, the analogy, but so what we did is we fired, and then it was like, oh, my God, now we got to aim. What do we do next, right? Now, yeah. the <clears throat> me being a kid in the 80s, right? The only thing I knew about breaking anything was on the Karate Kid Part Two, when he broke six blocks of ice. Now, have you seen that? The have you watched the <laughs> yes. car- okay? Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, before you break anything, I mean, you know, Daniel did this thing where he's just right to get him psyched up, right to break those six blocks of ice with one chop. Right. Um, I was like, ah, nobody can do that. <laughs> So what is there anything that like, you know, he does his little breathing and, and this and, and I know it I mean that's real life stuff that he's doing that. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously it's not real. So what do you use to get you motivated, fired up before you're gonna break cement blocks? That's a great question. That's man, that's like the question of the day. It's a beautiful question. So uh first and foremost, you you never walk in the ring to fight. Because prior to breaking, I fought for a long time. I fought Pan American team trials for Taekwondo. I point fought for a long time or point fought for a long time. And you never go in the ring cold. You hit or get hit when you're cold. And you hit what we call the cold, the, I call it the cold wall. Your, your, your breathing kind of locks up. Your, your, you know, blood vessels are all uh, uh, constricted. You haven't warmed up and dilated things and gotten blood in your muscles. And so uh, the first thing is, is you warm up. Uh, so backstage, whenever I'm at a world breaking competition or doing some sort of high level demonstration somewhere, I always come on stage sweating. Uh, but I'm, you need to tell the story of where you actually learned that because you did not just intuitively. Know that. <laughs> you didn't create so, that. <laughs> I, did, I did not create okay. that. Okay. So I'm sure some, someone much smarter than me somewhere come up with this idea. Right. But 
I remember as a kid watching boxing matches and they would say, man, he's not sweating yet. He's, he's not warmed up. This is a problem. And sometimes those guys would just get knocked out in the first round. And so you, you begin to learn those things, I think, and pick up on it. But one time I was sitting in my office at our martial arts school. So you got to keep in mind, when we took over our school, we literally had 55 students in this little place in Abilene, Texas, a little hole in the wall school, right? My instructor leaves, we buy it and take it over. And I hand over all of our life savings to buy this rented property, not buy it, but, you know, get a rented property with some junky old equipment. And, and it's like, okay, here we go. We just shot. Now we got to start aiming again, right? So we got to make this work. So I had tons of time in my office because there were only like two or three classes a day, five days a week. And so I'm in my office, twiddling my thumbs, looking at my phone going, please ring. So anyway, the point of the story is, is one day I'm in my office, I'm a little bored and I'm, I, I'm not a reader at this time. So I'm, I, I thought I was too smart for books, by the way. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I need to do something. And so I had this idea. I'm like, I wonder if I could speed break a brick and a brick, a two inch by eight inch by 16 inch block of, 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 they call them cat blocks. So I jumped out of my chair. I walked into my gym and I stood the brick up, just stood it up on a chair and I kicked it and I broke it. And this is a true story. I felt like it rattled my teeth, like they wanted to come out. My whole body hurt. I walked in my office and I sat down. I felt kind of sick to my stomach and I thought, man, why did that hurt so bad? And so I called my instructor, this little old Korean guy, and I said, I said, Mashalim, I just walked back and I broke this brick like this. And he said, boy, you're so crazy. Why'd you do that? And I said, I don't know. I just wanted to try it. And, and I said, why did it hurt so bad? And he said, did you warm up first? I went, oh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the, the mindset of breaking, you know, Daniel San does his little, uh, his <laughs> little uh, ritual. Mm-hmm. For me, it's warm up, right? Uh, it's warm up good, hit bags, get some sweat going. And then when I walk onto the stage, before I walk on the stage, I spend a ton of time visualizing, walking through that break or those breaks over and seeing them happen in my mind, seeing them happen like masterfully in my mind, for lack of better words. And then when I get on stage, I try to see each individual break. If it's a routine or if it's just one, I just see that one and try to keep myself calm and slow. And uh, uh, I imagine someone between me and her or me and my kids. And that's where I go in my mind. And I just tell myself there's absolutely nothing that can stop me coming forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's so it's powerful. Very, it's very much mindset. Um, very cool. <clears throat> I didn't introduce you guys. This is, <laughs> you might be like, who's this person on with me? Okay, right. so yeah. this is I my guess. wife, Nicole. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> wasn't at the extravaganza. We have two two Farrell's locations here in Lincoln, and our son had just started school, so it's kind of bad timing. First for both day of us. school. First yeah. day of school, yeah, was that Wednesday, not was that Wednesday. But Nicole and I have been married for over 24 years. So yeah. we've we've gone through the, the Farrell's uh, business and ownership together um, over the last nine years. So this is this is my wife, Nicole. So when Chip, <laughs> you said this is the brains yeah. behind the operation <laughs> was your wife. Yeah. I should have interjected and said this is the brains behind our operation at Farrell's. Yeah. No, when you when you said married for twenty four years and own you know two locations, I already knew the truth, man. It just, I just <laughs> oh, yeah. Out the way. I was like, yeah. We have we have the the meat and we have the brains, and that, I'm just, that's the way I tell people all the time. I'm just the meathead that makes things happen, and she's the brains. So how many how works. many studios do you have down there? Like for 
like for your main business, I know you break boards and stuff like that, but for like your, your main uh, studios, what, what do you guys do down there for the kids and, and all that stuff? We have two headquarters owned locations, one in Abilene, one in San Angelo. And then we have several affiliates. You have to give the count. I don't know the count. <laughs> yeah, we have, uh, we have two corporate locations here in Texas that we own. Uh, and between those two locations, we have just, we have 600 active. So I had to think for a second, we have just under 400 at one and, and about 200 at the other, uh, active traditional martial arts students. Uh, and then we have four, what we call affiliate locations, which are licensed locations, not really a full franchise, but we have uh, two in Oklahoma, one in Mississippi and one in Montana. So we have six total locations. Awesome. And that's one of the things that we're, we're going through this, like we're going through life, life and cycle. it's a life cycle. And now we're at this point where we want to create something that other people can live their passion. Martial arts is a very passionate thing. I think that has a monster, just like you guys, a monster impact on your community through fitness, positive environment, and all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and we want to create that opportunity for people to be able to do that in their little small towns and live a life they can love and feel like they're contributing and they're, they're an asset. I think in business terms, don't be a liability and take from your community. How much can you give, man? You know, we're, mm -hmm. we're supposed to serve. So but anyway, that's where we're every at. Every day, going, dread, dreading going to work. You know, yeah. it's like getting up every day and going, all right, we've got this going, we've got this going. And it's an excitement that not not everybody gets to experience and we think that that's sad everybody well, should be able to to yeah. speak to that just a tiny bit too and i don't want to get us too off track but so many people are like you know they they spend their life they go to school they get an education and they get this career and then all of a sudden two years in they're going well i have to go to work today and i have to go do this and really it should be man i worked hard i dreamed about this 10 years ago and guess what i get to go to work today because i have a great job and and so, man, and there we go back to mindset again. So I can right. beat that horse for a long time. Well, we, so. we are up against a break. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have a short segment when we come back. So while we're on break, I want Chip, I want you to think about, we want to hear some, some cool stories about maybe like America's Got Talent, ESPN, just for a few minutes. And then when we get to the top of the hour, we'll get into our motivation. All right? We'll be right back, 93.7 The Ticket, coming right back at you, Fitness Fanatics. <laughs> 